Hey everybody, and welcome to the Darkcast. I'm your host, Jonathan, and this is DCI number 124. In this episode, Brian and I get to talk to William Brierly, who is the uh, the creator of a very odd game. One of the one of the oddest games that we've had the pleasure of interviewing somebody about, and that is not Soda Drinker Pro, though he did make that, and we will talk about that. No, we are also here to talk about a very peculiar game called Vivian Clark. Now, for me to try to explain them here would do both of those games a disservice, so we're just going to go ahead and get on with the show. But if you want to find out more information about either game, then head on over to darkstation.com. There you can find links and trailers in the show notes to this episode. Now, as always, thank you so much for listening, and on with the show. William and welcome to the dark cast how are you doing great yeah thanks for having me so so we are here to talk about soda drinker pro and Vivian Clark which are insane games uh, but what I need to know first of all are are you the mastermind behind all of this are you the uh, the master soda confectioner I, I guess so. You know, like I, I, you know, made the original prototype of the game, and, and since then, it, since it's grown, you know, uh, my brother he also works on it uh, with me. So like this uh, final version wouldn't have uh, come out with, without his help. And uh, there's also some other artists who've done some some work in the game, and musicians, and all sorts of fun people along the way. So yeah, but you know, I guess I made the first first version of it for sure. So. Um, so you said that uh, you you started the project, but kind of more people have come on board with it. How many people kind of have had their game or had their hands on the game over the past couple of years? How many? Yeah. How many? How many people have shared this soda? Yeah, you know, well, how much backwash is there? In this? <laughs> there's all sorts of stuff. So we have, uh, you know, I, I made the first prototype, and then uh, my brother came on board to help because uh, I originally just made it for myself. And uh, I just thought it was fun and funny. I was, like, seriously thirsty one morning at, like, 4 in the morning. And uh, uh, I was just, like, like in the middle of, like, half asleep, half thirsty, being like, oh, first, I want a soda first person. Oh, I'll make a first person soda game, you know? And that, that was basically <laughs> it. And, like, a I got true a true fever dream. Oh, yeah. Because like, totally... that will help you when you're actually thirsty. It's true. That's... You know, I didn't know how to make a soda, and I didn't have a soda. Taco Bell was closed, so... I had to do something, and uh, uh, so I got up and I opened up Blender, and I was like, "All right, this is gonna be, this is this game that I'm gonna make." <laughs> and I started making it. And then... I can understand that because there's, and I'm glad it's here because there is there there is not enough direction for what we're supposed to do between fourth meal and breakfast. That's it, you know. It's you, you have to you have to do something, and and it's, it's a it's a good thing that. That programs like Blender exist, you know, so you can you can make make these worlds and and uh, do what you want with them. And uh, so I I just made that that first five level thing, and um, by around eleven at night it was done. And uh, um, you know, it was before Unity, I think, was even around when when I made it. And uh, uh, and then I just made other games and did other stuff. And uh, years later, like it was a couple of years after that. I was showing another game at a uh, uh, Andrew WK concert, 
and this fellow was like, hey, uh, just mentioned that he ran a soda club once. And I was like, oh, I made a soda video game once. And uh, um, he was like, oh, that's cool. And then, you know, we just like went our separate ways and I, I went back to the game and he seemed like a nice guy. And, uh, and that was it. And then like a year later after that, I get an email from like every email address I've ever had. And he's like, are you this guy that I talked to for like 10 seconds about a soda video game once? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, in, so I, I, I'm like, yeah. He's like, uh, I'm putting on a soda drinking festival and we're having <laughs> all sorts of stuff. And I was wondering if you could bring your soda game to it. So I said, absolutely. And, uh, uh, you know, there was soda poetry and soda movies and lots of different flavors of soda and all sorts of stuff. And, um, then, uh, you know, it was brought the game, and it was super fun. And it was a, a giant snowstorm that night, too, so I almost didn't make it. Uh, my girlfriend at the time, who's now my wife, uh, uh, we took the train down to, to Providence, Rhode Island, where it was, and from uh, Boston. And, uh, um, you know, we uh, just, you know, that, that was it. <laughs> we, we took it in the snow, and... Uh, uh, showed it in front of everyone, and um, it went over really well. So we're like, let's see, you know, kind of what we can do with this. And then the next day, it was in like Mashable and the Wall Street Journal, and all these things started <laughs> talking about it. And uh, so it it ended up just kind of growing, and we're like, let's let's see what we can do. So we then um, put it on Steam Greenlight, and before we put it on Greenlight, we had maybe a few thousand people were downloading it, like really a lot and uh, uh, and I put a thing on the website said we're gonna put this on the green light but if uh, we do I just want to see if like people will actually vote for it and uh, so send us 50 cents you know like the cost of like a soda so um, and I mean I guess it's really you know sodas are more expensive than that now but uh, back in the day um, so uh, uh, people sent us a lot more than 50 cents and uh, uh, we put it on green light and then ended up like paying for like a booth to show our game at PAX and it just kept on getting crazier and uh, then within like a day or so of um, putting it on green light people thought it wasn't a real thing and this was before like there were tons of like kind of kind of fake simulator games and things like that this was way before goat simulator or I mean goat simulator is a pretty awesome game too so uh but before all that stuff, and uh, uh, so we didn't get on Greenlight for like, like we were basically uh, ghosted on Greenlight for like a long time, and then people, more people kept on asking for it, and then they eventually put it back, and uh, um, we passed, and and it just keeps on growing from there. So, you know, we got massive amounts of people all over the world playing it, and, uh, you know, the, the simulating soda community is growing. So, yeah. Awesome. Now, you mentioned that you, you kind of made some games uh, in between. Was was uh, Soda Drinker Pro your first game? or No, uh, my first game was a, a game uh, in actual arcades called Get Out of My Face. Okay. And, uh, uh, so it was like in cabinets and stuff. And it wasn't a huge hit or anything, but it was a really great experience. This was my first time making a game. You know, it was like before that I was a touring musician and... Uh, I went to school for music and music business, and uh, I did that for years. And then one day I was like, you know, I want to just, like, make a video game. And I didn't know anything about how to, like, 
make games and stuff or wire arcade cabinets and all these things. So I just started reading, and my brother is a fantastic programmer, and he taught me all this stuff. And, uh, uh, you know, I just, that was the first game I made. And we took it from, you know, just uh, uh, an idea to releasing it. It got, like, a small release in Europe, and uh, it was featured at South by Southwest and a bunch of stuff. And it wasn't a huge hit. You know, like, I, I was trying to sell a new arcade property in a time when, like, mobile games were, like, uh, you know, just totally blowing up, and it's, like, it's a tough sell trying to, like, get people to buy whole arcade cabinets of a game that has never existed before, you know? Mm. So, but it was fun. I mean, I, I don't care. You know, I learned a lot, and, uh, um, you know, it was awesome. So, so yeah, so that was a game, and then I made a music video game for uh, the band Wheat, which they they, uh, they actually have a song in Vivian Clark and and Scott the singer from Wheat did all the music in Vivian Clark and uh, Wheat's a amazing band um, and uh, I made a video game based on the movie My, My Girl. Um, you ever see that movie with uh, Macaulay, Macaulay Culkin? Culkin? Yeah. yeah. Yes, absolutely. You know, yeah. So like, it's a game where you uh, uh, you know, and it's a very sad movie. I. This is a, this is a game. It's an incredibly <laughs> sad movie. This is a... Yeah, I'll I'll send you the link to it. It's like it, it's uh it's one of those things where like when I made it, it was it was sort of like soda drinker where like I never showed it to anyone and then like uh so it existed for forever and what it is is you you have a, your life meter's a mood ringer mood ring, you play as Macaulay Culkin and basically the goal of the game is to get stung by bees and die. And um, so, like, and it's and at first I'm like, this is gonna be so funny, ooh, ooh, you know. And then like, I, after I made it, I put in like that final scene where it's like, she's like his glasses, he can't see without his glasses. I'm like, oh god, what did I do? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm never gonna show this to anyone, and I'm gonna get sued forever. So like, because I just ripped the sprites right out of like the Home Alone two video game for uh, Super Nintendo. And I, I, you know, I just did it because it was funny, and uh, uh, um, so I never showed it to anyone. And then, like a couple of years ago, uh, I had like a whole bunch of people who I was like friends and family with pass away, and I was just like so sad. I'm like, ah, forget this. I'm just gonna put this out in the world. And then it was like, you know, in like the Guardian, and like all these like crazy things. The Time Magazine wrote an article about it. So, Monster makes <laughs> my girl game. Yeah, exactly. And I was like. That was it, you know. It was just like I, I, I'm like I didn't want to make a bunch of people sad, but then I was really bummed out one one terrible <laughs> bunch of time, and then I just kind of sent it to a few people, and it, it went nuts. And so those are some of the games, and then I've I've worked on a whole bunch of other people's games that that aren't my own games. So, uh, but yeah, so it's uh, those those are some of the games I've I've worked on other than Soda Drinker. So nice. Very nice. Now, now you mentioned that you you started off as a musician. Mm-hmm. Uh, was it just like what, what, what? Well, one, what kind of music did you play? What instrument did you play? Uh, but also, what was kind of the impetus in totally changing uh, professions? Yeah, I mean, well, I actually went to school to the school I did because I wanted to write music for video games. So, ah, um, okay, uh, one of the professors there wrote a bunch of music for like some Sega Genesis games so and he was the head of the music business department and I was like well let's uh 
you know, let's just go there. Maybe I can learn how to write music for video games. And uh, uh, and it was it was cool. And but then I started playing in bands and stuff. And literally from my uh, graduation ceremony, uh, a tour bus picked me up, and I was gone for like a couple of years, uh, playing all over the country. Yeah. So it was uh, uh, you know that that was what uh, what I did for forever. And I guess the reason I did that was just because touring's pretty fun. So, um, uh, and uh, then how I got out of it, I just got tired of waking up in a different place every day. You know, uh, mm. um, it was uh, it's really fun, but I, I like it's it's crazy to think like I sold more copies of the soundtrack of Soda Drinker than some of the bands I played in, and like the bands you know played with did pretty well, and it was a uh, um, but. I don't have to tour on Soda Drinker, you know. And, uh, <laughs> although I do packs and, and you know talks and stuff like that, and I love that. But uh, uh, you know, it's uh, um, it's uh, yeah, it's neat. You get it's like a different sort of uh, medium you're working with, you know. You, you, instead of just you know the notes and, and the uh, rhythm and melody and all this stuff, you have you're dealing with color and space, and then the interactive aspects of it and uh, um, you know things that you don't have access to in music because with music they can just listen to the song but they can't really change the song and and make it their you know I mean they make it their own but like you know, there's not not much interactivity with the audience unless you're like choir concert uh, then you know but with a video game you've got many different paths and things that can happen so um, so yeah that's uh, that's how I get into that and, and the bands I played in you know. Uh, Actually, I'm trying to think. Are you in Georgia? Uh, I am. Uh, oh. Brian is in, I'm Florida. in Florida. Cool. So in Florida, I'm trying to think. I played a bunch of places in Florida. Uh, Pompano Skate Club, uh, or Skate Park. It was like a Pompano Beach Skate Park, Ybor City, uh, Panama Beach, Miami. And then in Georgia, one of my favorite places, uh, I think it's still around, it is in Marietta. Is uh, It's called Swayze's. Have you ever been there? Like uh, I, that sounds vaguely familiar, but uh, yeah. I've I've not been there now. Well, it's like kind of like a punk rock club. Uh, uh, well, totally is. It's awesome. It's uh, uh hey. but it's a Patrick Swayze themed. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna rock. say it really kind of had better be or owned <laughs> it, by the Swayzes. It is. It, it's awesome. So uh, like, yeah. But yeah, you know, it's uh, um, so that's. You know, that's what I was doing before. And the music I played, you know, mixed between, like, kind of the kind of indie rock sort of punk scene with, like, singer-songwriter stuff. So sometimes I'd be on folk festivals and sometimes I'd be playing with, like, you know, hardcore bands and stuff. So whatever I like. I, I like all the music. You know, it's, uh, uh, there's good stuff in all of it. So. Sure. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Awesome. So, so let let's get down to the uh, the nitty gritty. We we actually have two video games to talk about here. We've got Soda Drinker Pro, which has has been around for for quite some time. We've mm-hmm. now found out. Um, so it but it just now released on Steam. Uh, it's been mm-hmm. on other platforms for a bit though. Where where all can you get Soda Drinker Pro? Yeah, uh, you can get it on Steam, Humble Store, uh, the Android Store, and Xbox One. 
So in, in there's a bootleg version of it on the iPhone, but we didn't make that, and it's it's not very good, so I don't recommend getting it. <laughs> and soda physics are totally off. So, um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you got to have those soda physics correct. So exactly. that's, yeah. that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. But, um, but inside of Soda Drinker Pro is a whole nother game. Mm-hmm. Tell us about that game. Yeah, it's uh, so that's called Vivian Clark, and uh, so what we did with that was once it was around like the first like hundred thousand people downloaded the game. Uh, I was like, well, this game kind of looks like a virus anyway, so uh, <laughs> let's just like do some virus stuff, you know, in in not actually mess with people's computers, but we we put something in there, you know, like it, it's like like the equivalent of like a, a backdoor or like a you know, whatever. But with this, it was a uh, a nice sort of thing, <laughs> and uh, we had a game inside of it. And uh, we we're like, let's let's make the game inside of it bigger than the game that we actually talk about. And I don't think anyone's ever done that. Uh, I've never seen it. But um, the reason for that is, it's like I love the idea of like hiding this like this special place inside of a thing that looks like really weird and possibly terrible. You know, like, uh, uh, it's, and you could play the entire game, and, and unfortunately, you know, it, this is the tough thing with, like, doing a console game, is, like, you know, there's a lot of people, I mean, just in general, there's a lot of people who play games, and you can't tell all of them the secret. Like, I'd love to try, but, like, it's, like, there's some people who play the whole game, and uh, never, you know, they never know that there's this other thing in there. And, um and it's it's kind of wacky, you know. Like, I, but I, I, I wouldn't feel okay with selling it if I didn't think the experience of, of playing Soda Drinker all the way through wasn't a worthwhile one. It's like, like it's, uh, it may have a really weird look and only two, you know, buttons and and you know you can't really do much. But it's like the mechanics aren't about you know. Like I, I like to say, it's like an emotionally challenging game, and not physically. You know, it's like for you to get like my guess is when you're around like level seventy five, you're like, why am I doing this? It's like I could save and exit, but I'm gonna keep on going. And, I, I can I can attest to that. Yeah, I know, made it to yeah. level. I made it to fifty eight. Yep. Yep. Um, and I just like my my head was kind of tilted to the side. I'm like, I got. I gotta keep. I can't. I don't. I. Oh yeah. God! <laughs> exactly. Like it, it only takes you know about thirty seconds to beat a level, but it doesn't feel like it because you kind of want to explore a little bit, but you walk so slow. You know, like and you can walk fast if you go sideways. And I found that out around yep. level nine. Exactly. It's just like in real life. So it's like, uh, uh, but it's you know. Wait, people walk faster walking sideways. Oh that, yeah, is, that's yeah. a fact. Um, that's, okay, but uh, so that's you know there's that that's where the challenge is. <laughs> this is this isn't we're, we're dealing with different mechanics, and it's like uh, you know, and some people might not like it. Some people you know really like it, and it's it's uh, it's a tough one, you know. It's um, uh, but it's it's its own experience, beginning to end, and it's in and, and there's there's a large amount of content in it. And, uh, um, yeah. Why doesn't bonus soda give me more soda? Uh, 
because it it is not that's not what it's meant to do. Is because uh, if it did give you more soda, that would give you like um like a thing to do in the game. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's, like I, I I know I could make it give me soda in like ten seconds. But we don't, you know, the, all this stuff is like real conscious choices. So it's like, like there, there's like a reason why, like, you know, you can slowly fall off things that you can't get back on and stuff like that. And uh, it, um, is hmm? it possible to get every bonus soda that I see? Just like in life, no, it's not. no. Okay, mm. so the ones that are like super high up and like very tiny, they're they're just there to tease me. Exactly. But okay. you know what you, you could do is like some of them that you normally couldn't get. So depending on how you craft your soda using the crafting, the soda crafting mechanics, uh, you can unlock a thing called fun mode, which allows you to like walk fast and jump. So, uh, so you you can get some sodas that you normally wouldn't, but um, but this is more of a simulation. So we try and keep it, uh, you know, strict to the rules of, of physics in this game. So. So crafting soda does make a difference. Oh yeah, yep. So. I'll give like the your listeners a clue to one. If you if you craft it so the uh, chunkiness is maximum, and set the color to red, um, you will unlock uh, what's called Santa mode, which places a Santa Claus in every level. Okay. And, and he just walks across the screen and then hits a wall and just keeps on walking. Now, just just for clarification, um, mm-hmm. because I. I am not a fan of like excess crunch or in this case excess chunk. Um, mm-hmm. What what exactly would you deem a chunky soda? Uh, there's that um, that one that has like the tapioca. I forget the name of that that one. I'm not a big ch- chunky soda person myself. Yeah, just but... all that extras that's like is like a, a bubble tea thing where it's got yeah the yeah stuff. okay all right yeah yeah is I think maybe does balls have that I forget. Uh, there's a soda called like balls, like uh, B A U L S, or it's spelled weird, but it's that's got like tapioca stuff in it. It's I, I was never a huge fan of it, but you know, uh, people asked for it, so we had to put it in the game. So I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. Wow. It used to come in these real funky bottles to, or uh, like cans too. Yeah, it was cool looking. Oh, was it Orbits? Maybe I don't know. It's something like that, but pretty cool. All right. Yeah. <laughs> So chunky red soda equals Santa Claus. Gotcha. You got it. All yeah. right. So otherwise, it, I feel like there, there's got to be a deeper meaning to soda drinker pro. One at one point, I thought I'd caught on to it. And somewhere, I, I thought I started walking slower the more soda that I drank, and I was like, "Man, this this game's actually about diabetes, and like I'm killing myself by drinking all this soda." <laughs> and then the next level, I walked like way faster than I had in any other level. I was like, nope, that's not it. Yeah, yeah. Th- there are deeper <laughs> things in the game, but they're really just to like myself. Like it's like so that you'll see things like references to uh, other things in the game. So like you'll see a lighthouse throughout the game, and that ends up meaning stuff later on in the game. Uh, like when you get really deep into Vivian Clark. Um, uh, but a lot of the, the symbols and things in there are. There's a lot of stuff that's like, and it sounds corny, but like it's kind of like personal to me. Like, there's a level called uh, "Before the Party," and that takes place in the house that I grew up in. And um, uh, so it's like, what if I made this, you know, soda world like, like uh, my house or uh, upside down in a kitchen? That level is based on my kitchen, 
right now. Um, the two cats in the game are Decap and Polly, which are my actual two cats. Uh, there's um, a level drinking a soda by the Palmer River, which is the river that I grew up next to. Uh, there's a ton of them, you know. It's, uh, uh, but but it's not really meant to be like, you know, anyone to read into it. It's just more like a thing for myself where I'm like, oh, that's fun, you know. <laughs> like, uh, uh, sure. But but I want it to be like, you know, like say there's there's one that's the Cowchip Festival, which is this thing in Dighton, Massachusetts, where people bet they they draw like a grid on on a uh, in a field or like in a grass grassy area. And then they have cows go on it, and they have this big festival. And then based on where the cows go to the bathroom, it's kind of like bingo. And uh, and that's the thing called the Cowship Festival. And there's a level in the game based on that. And uh, so that one, you know, other people might know, but uh, it's, you know, not a ton of people, but people in Dighton, Massachusetts should know about it. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> that's, a, that's a level of boredom I don't know if I've, I've experienced yet. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and it's actually a pretty fun festival. You know, like, I... I uh, uh, I've actually never experienced the cow part of it, but there's like rides and like music and stuff like that. So it's a, uh, it's it's its own cute, nice thing. And uh, I haven't been in years, but I, you know, in high school, that was kind of like where you go, you watch some fireworks and have some fun. And uh, yeah, it's cool. Eat some some fried clam cakes or something. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, yeah. So there's a lot of like, you know, personal stuff in there, but. Um, but it's it's all under you know the the in in the aesthetic of soda drinker, which the way that I get that consistently, because it's like you know if I want to draw like kind of more either realistic or or whatever style, it's like you know it's not like I'm a master artist or anything like that, but like to be able to consistently make these graphics for soda drinker, like if you if you try, it will. Uh, it'll actually, you know, you'll keep on getting better at it, but, so what I had to do is, so I'm left-handed, and I do all the graphics with my right hand using the mouse, and I use these, like, 500 by 500 UV textures, and so they look all stretched and weird and stuff, and, uh, and then I have, like, a time limit of, like, you know, between, like, 20 and 30 minutes to, like, make a whole level, and, uh, so that way, like, it gives a consistently, you know, yucky sort of look, and, uh, um, and yeah, that's that's how you do it. I mean, the Vivian Clark stuff took a lot longer, and that that like, but I mean, I've done other games where there's like, you know, a totally different graphic style. But this is the style I want for this one. So, uh, I yeah. like that you had limitations so as not to make the levels better. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's different. like we were gonna do one where we just like, like, uh, went in the Unity store and just bought some scene and made it like super, you know, like fancy, blah blah blah, and and. Uh, uh, you know, or just like spend a ton of time and like make a, a fancy scene, but like, um, you know, I maybe maybe we'll like sneak it in there, or maybe it's already in there. You don't know about it yet, but there's tons of stuff in here that no one knows about yet. So it's, uh, um, but you know, it's, uh, uh, <laughs> that's 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 the style. You know, it's kind of like <laughs> consistently supposed to look like like this and. And that was the other thing I was thinking about when I made the game. I was like, it would be so funny if there's like a game where it's like, uh, you know, just like sort of bad. Like, but, um, yeah. Uh, but that was, you know, now, you, now you get a lot of games that are like, 
kind of trying to do that, and that's cool too. But um, this was, I guess, an earlier one or something. So yeah, very cool. <clears throat> well, let, let, let's kind of tr- uh, transition to uh, to talk about some Vivian Clark here. Yeah. What what is that game? And who? Well, I guess first, who is Vivian Clark? Yeah. So you, yeah, when you finish the game, you, you, that'll answer the question. So finish uh, Soda Drinker Pro or finish Vivian uh, Clark? Vivian Clark. So um, so that'll that'll give you a better idea. I don't want to okay. spoil it, but um, it's uh, but yeah. So Vivian Clark is is a game I came up with that uh, when. I was I was thinking about two things. One is a, a song by Harry Nelson in the movie The Point, and um, it's called uh, "Think About Your Troubles," and it's this really um, beautiful, uh, uh, you know, song about kind of going from one thing to another to another, and it's like a, a just really cool, uh, um, cool song. And I was like, that would make a neat um, mechanic for a video game. So. So that was, uh, I thought about like the raindrop and, you know, being a raindrop and whatever you land on you become and instead of it being like, you know, things killing you, you become the thing that killed you or you interacted with or whatever. So it's like sort of like, say like in Metroid where you have to go from like, you know, far in one part of the world and then do something and then go far in another and do something else. But instead of going left to right and up and down, you're going uh, from universes, you know, so it's a... um, and then the other thing that was inspired by is uh, um, the TV show Mr. Show with uh, Bob Odenkirk and Dave Cross. And uh, uh, I just liked how those like skits were uh, connected with each other. And there was like some, you know, it wasn't like they were completely connected, but there was some, you know, reasoning to go from one to the other. And, uh, um, you know, that's, uh, those are the main things that that uh, gave me kind of inspiration for it. And then from there, a lot of people sent in ideas and things that they wanted to see in the game, and you know, we kept on iterating on it. And I made a, a browser version of it first, and that's what we put in the early versions of Soda Drinker. And then um, we tried to do a Kickstarter for it. And it's crazy. Today was, uh, you know, three years ago. Uh, it was uh, so... Today was the marathon in Boston, and um, I did the Kickstarter a couple days before for Vivian Clark, and then that the bombing in Boston happened, and uh, so I just didn't want to, like, I kind of, like, quietly let it go away with the the Kickstarter, because I felt weird about, like, hey, check out my Kickstarter, when it's, like, super sad, horrible time, you know, but it was just, like... Mm -hmm. Uh, so it was like, um, you know, all that stuff happened. Like, like they found the guy like a, like a, about a mile from where I live, and all this crazy stuff happened. So it was like, you know, I I just wasn't in a Kickstarter mood, and uh, so instead of doing you know the Kickstarter, we just kind of um, uh, worked on it for a long time, and then finally finished it. So. So what was what was kind of the impetus behind um, putting Vivian Clark inside of Soda Drinker Pro? Yeah, you know, I just wanted to hide something neat in uh, um, 
you know, in inside the uh, something that looks like it has nothing neat about it. You know, <laughs> like like uh, uh, in, in you know, don't get me wrong. Like people play Soda Drinker just for like there's like speed runs of the game, and like people play it a lot. Like I see, you know, the analytics on it, and it's like it's you know, it's it's uh, it's, its own experience for sure. So it's like. Um, Speedrun Pro Soda Drinker Pro is basically just holding down L2 and R2, right? It, it is, but okay. <laughs> you, know, you, you can't hold it down between levels. Cause, so the That's original true. version, you could, but we turned it off so every time you have to press it. So it's basically like... How like, fast you know, did you get there? Exactly, yeah. Okay. And, and so like also not getting distracted, too, because like people can totally get distracted and be like, oh, you know what, actually I'm going to like not beat this level fast. And so that's where I've seen people mess up in their speedruns. But mm. um uh but yeah, so you know it's uh uh but I mean that's kinda we, we ended up uh just putting it in there and I just thought it'd be neat, you know, like hiding something special and you know, some people might never find it. And uh um but I think it's like that's what I love about video games is like like when a game can do that and like really really surprise you and and you you know you hit that level of like like mystery and surprise that like uh you know that's an awesome feeling so that's what we're going for and hopefully it works you know but that's uh for everyone else to decide you know and um, so yeah so is vivian clark new to the kind of steam release of the game or is that has that been in Soda Drinker Pro for a while now? There was like the the older browser based version of the game in it before, and that was okay. like really really tiny. And so this is like the majority of content in in Soda Drinker is really Vivian Clark. So like there's like uh, around 140 playable characters and and like crazy like missions and all sorts of stuff you got to do. And in, and a lot of them are pretty ambiguous on what you're supposed to do. But we made it so like there are ways to you know, it's it may seem really hard, but there's totally ways to beat every single thing in the game and figure it out on your own without any like cheating or anything like that. Because like people have already beaten the game, and it's like so amazing seeing like you know the first day we launched like I saw people playing the game for like 16 hours straight. You know, and it's uh, uh, and it's cool. It's really like they were wicked getting into it. So I love it. It's like uh, uh, that's what I was going for the game because it's a big game. It's like like for me to beat it, and like I know where every secret is in it. For me to beat all of Vivian Clark, it takes about five hours. So, uh, it's uh, it's a big one, and um, you know it's not as big as like Grand Theft Auto or anything. But like this is just my brother and I, you know. So, uh, uh, and and if you don't know where all the secrets are, it'll take you a while to find them. So, uh, you know, I feel like. Um, you know, people will eventually be able to beat my speed run, and it'll be cool to see. You know, uh, uh, so, and I've seen people, you know, they're they're beating the game, which is really really cool. And the ending is like something I'm wicked happy with how it ended. Like it ties together the worlds of Soda Drinker and Vivian Clark, and you sort of get an idea on why you're playing it. And uh, yeah, so that's uh, that's the game. <laughs> All right. All right. Now I, I know you don't want to tell us who who Vivian Clark is because that's that's part of the game, but can you tell us what her favorite soda is? 
Ah, bonus soda. Okay. Yeah. You know, it's uh, uh um, totally. Cause, cause, oh yeah, did I tell you we have an actual soda based on the game, like in stores and stuff? I I no. saw a link for it. <laughs> yeah, it's like a real soda, and it, it's it's a, uh, you know, uh, uh, we'll have it at, at PAX East again this year, and um, it's uh, it's delicious. It's like a brand new formulation of soda. So we uh, made it with uh, Pure Soda Works, which is in Chattanooga, Tennessee, and uh, amazing soda company. And you know, before that, we had like soda companies want to like be like change your soda to you know x company and uh we're like that's kind of weird so you know uh we didn't do that but instead you know i ended up calling up uh matt from pure soda works and i was like your sodas are beautiful uh do you want to like make an actual soda for for this game and uh uh he was up for it and you know i wanted to do like a cranberry sort of cola but make it its own sort of thing and uh um so we went back and forth and worked on some ideas and Matt made this incredible soda and it is like there's there's people buy it who have no idea what the game is and then they they figure out it's about the game they're like that's weird but like <laughs> uh, but that's what we're kind of doing with the the bonus sodas is is you know make which is which kind of along the lines of of Vivian Clark where it's like you're it's almost like the opposite of it where we're making this like you know beautiful product that is like super high quality ingredients, tastes awesome, and all this stuff. And then they realized it's based on a soda drinking simulation, you know. So, and uh, and hopefully that makes sense to them, you know. Uh, but some it does, some it doesn't, you know. But if you're at Pax East this year, uh, swing by the booth and and we'll have some. And they'll also be in like the convention, that, like uh, the vending, you know, booths and where you get food and stuff in the convention hall. So. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Um, so I, I, I've, I've got to ask this random question of just like as I was playing Vivian Clark, but I was trying to wrap my head around being able to explain it to somebody else. Mm-hmm. And the, the best thing that I've come up with is it's like Charlie the Unicorn did some drugs and then <laughs> fell asleep while playing Frog Fractions. <laughs> I is like, that how do you feel about that i like that analogy uh so that one question i get all the time is like what drugs were you on when you made this <laughs> and you know i wish i could be cool and say like oh i do crocodile every day you know but like the only drugs i've ever have are you know some some beers here and there which i guess you could say ooh, local is a drug but like uh but uh my asthma medicine you know um <laughs> <laughs> that's about it you know it's my ibuprofen for like my my fingers or something you know but uh uh but really that's it you know it's it's kind of like tapping into like you know a, a fun silly place in your mind and uh um and so that's you know and there's nothing wrong i feel like you know the only reason i uh i don't really do anything is because I feel like I'd probably like it a lot, and like whenever I do something, like like some, doing something, I do it like a lot. So like, that's why there's like over a hundred soda simulations, you know. So so I I, uh, <laughs> uh, I try and take take what I know could be a weakness and turn it into something that is helpful for me. So uh, you know, uh, um, and and you know, it's I feel like people can do whatever they want with that stuff. It's it's not 
you know, my place to, to judge. It's, it sounds like it's probably pretty awesome. But, like, <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, so that's that's one people question people have a lot. And then they also, you know, ask, they're, they're like, you know, what's, is this frog fractions or what's the deal with that? <laughs> and the funny thing with that is, you know, I didn't know about frog fractions until, because, like, right when that, that game came out, was like right at the same time the first version of Soda Drinker came out, and we were both in the same articles together. So like, uh, you know, I I was in Mashable and a bunch of other random places where they'd be talking about Soda Drinker and Frog Fractions, and uh, you know, over the years we just kind of like we're like, hey, you're cool, you know, <laughs> and uh, you know we we keep in touch here and there and stuff, uh, but. Uh, other than that, it's just kind of like a wacky coincidence how it all it all happened. You know, like uh, we were both like playing around with some silly stuff at the same time and uh, uh, made our our own different things. But man, I love frag frag fractions. That is a beautiful beautiful game. So, so soda confirmed for frog frog fractions too. <laughs> soda <laughs> confirmed. Oh my god, that would be sweet, but. Uh, will there be any frog well there there are things that kind of look like frogs i guess maybe are there are there any frogs in vivian clark i think about it i don't think there are that's too Hmm. bad that would have been that would have been pretty cool i could have at least like teased people to think like this is frog it's (laughs) all a big conspiracy exactly i'm actually the same person yeah just with a totally different name and look completely different, but I'm the same. <laughs> exactly. Um. Yeah, I totally should have done that. Uh, you'll see, like, an update on the game in a couple of days with frogs doing stuff. But. Have a have um yeah you know, when you're raindrop falling through the sky, you hit a fraction, and then all of a sudden you're in a um you're in a text adventure game. Exactly. And. Uh, I don't know how you would die in that and then move on to the next <laughs> world, but yeah. you're the one that makes the games. You can figure it out. Exactly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, so how many different kind of world level challenges are there in Vivian Clark? Um, like, and, and also kind of what's the best way to work towards the end because sometimes it I know it's not random because it, it's based on kind of what kills you in the game as to what you do next mm-hmm. but what I don't know how, how do you better control moving forward through the game or yeah. is that just not a thing you can do yeah yeah if you go uh, so there's 84 like mi- missions in the game and then uh, so when you're in that like fire level with like the ghost character uh, instead of walking over the hill into the fire, if you walk to the left, uh, you'll get to the store, and from there you can buy like these guidebook pages that uh, that basically tell you how to uh, um, how to unlock everything in the game. So like these like vague sort of puzzles that you can use in when you pause pause the game, you use this uh, um, like we call it the guidebook, which is like you know you put the pages in there and. Uh, then that tells you how to unlock everything. So, but you gotta you know, use the collects to buy things and stuff like that. So, um, okay, yeah. So it's a uh, uh, pro tip there. Exactly. For, <laughs> but, for all the 
Vivian Clark players. Exactly. It's good. I, I actually might have to go in a sec. I, I hear the baby's crying a bunch, so I gotta I gotta go make sure uh, everything's okay and, and, and take that. And so I, I I got a few more minutes, but probably gotta go go in a sec. So. All right. Um. Well, Brian. Why don't you go ahead and, and run through as many of the, the in-game questions as we can, oh, and then yeah, we will yeah. call it a night. Yes. Okay, we're on a baby timer, so we're going to go. Yep. All right. Uh, the speed round. So to, so to speak. Exactly. Round. Almost we're, a speed round. We'll see. We used to call it the lightning round when it first started. We'll figure out what's going on here first. But So first question, uh, your, who's your favorite video game protagonist? Uh, let's see. I, I think the, the, the chef from Burger Time. Mm. Excellent. Okay. What's his favorite kind of soda? Uh, probably pepper flavored soda. I guess it would be Dr. Pepper because I think he right, shakes yeah. pepper at people. So I like. Yeah, that makes like sense. Cheeseburger that flavored like a real soda. Jones soda kind of thing. Pepper soda. <laughs> yeah, that would be pretty good. That's uh. Uh huh. I think cheeseburger flavored soda. That'd be awesome. Cheeseburger <laughs> flavored soda. I don't even know where to go with that. One. I I had bacon flavored soda. Yeah. And if it's anything like that, no, you it's you don't so want. <laughs> I had. Uh, <laughs> Uh, the same company that makes that makes the, a ranch flavored soda, and it is so gross. Like I've never seen like five people throw up at once, except for that time where we all we all took a shot of it, and everyone just threw up in front of each other on a porch. <laughs> it's basically I believe it. You know, it's if, it, if it's yeah, if it's anything like the bacon soda, I believe that. That's exactly. Oh, ah. nasty. All right, Brian. Oh, flipping the Let's... coin. Who's your favorite antagonist? Hmm, I know, video game, I would say, that's a good question, um, oh, I would, maybe, Goro's pretty scary, uh, so that could be good, or, I just kind of like the overall sort of scary, messed up vibe of uh, Hotline Miami. So maybe okay. That, that could, uh, you know, like that. It's kind of a vague sort of like, like your sort of. I don't know. That, that's a good question. I have to think about that. One. Hotline Miami is real freaky. I I think we go with that one, and then yeah. the second part of this question is, what's their favorite soda, and what mask are they wearing when they drink it? <laughs> probably uh, let's see their favorite soda would be uh, I'm trying to think of like the scariest soda mm. it would probably be like a a nightmare owl flavored soda and they would be using an owl mask <laughs> yeah. it's like just licorice and tears Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, exactly. Okay. That's it. That's scary. That's, that's fair. Uh, we're <laughs> going to skip just a few of these. Um, so you're, you've done all kinds of things with your life. Happy um, Monday. Is there any profession that you haven't done that you'd love to try if you had no restrictions? Hmm. That's a good question, too. Uh, you know, it's so far, I've, like... So here's some of the, the jobs I've had over the years. I've been a canoe salesman. Uh, my family had a canoe company, like a canoe and kayak rental company, so I worked with canoes. A classical guitarist, a professional magician, where I worked as a sleight of hand magician for years. Um, and uh, like video games, all sorts of weird stuff. Uh, 
I think I would like to be... You know, I would like to have like a... Uh, make like textiles. Like have like a big womb and, and do that. That would be awesome. Because <laughs> I love weaving and I love like uh, the idea of like making cloth. So. That's fantastic. I'm not going to lie. There was a part of me that was really hoping you were going to say like accountant. <laughs> I, I, I would love to be. I failed accounting twice in in college, and the only reason I passed was because my teacher was a fan of the band that I was in, and uh, so like he would like play the CD in before class, and like it was like one of those like big arena classes where it was like a hundred people or whatever, and uh, uh, and that's I really think it was the only reason why I passed. He was like such a nice guy, and I I would love to be an accountant because like. Every accountant I've ever met is like so happy. I feel like they like there's like balance in that, you know. It's like uh, uh, and there's always a need for the work, and it's sweet. So I have mad respect for that that world, uh, and uh, uh, but I just know I would be terrible at it. So that's why I have an accountant who he's wonderful. <laughs> you know, he he does the job and does it great. So totally, totally. <laughs> uh, next question: If you could play. Any game again for the first time, uh, what would it be, and what soda would you drink while playing it? Oh man, I love that question. Uh, I would say I I love Conquer's Bad Fur Day. Like that whole experience of that was so wonderful. Uh, Loom uh, for PC, I love that. Uh, or Katamari Damashi, um, and the soda I would drink for. Conquer's Bad Fur Day, it would be Jolt Cola, and I'd have to be wearing sweatpants the whole time. Mm. For Loom, it would be, like, a cranberry seltzer water. And for Katamari Damashi, it would be, like, 50 Monster Energy drinks. And probably, like, a bunch of vodka mixed in them. <laughs> That's perfect. Why the sweatpants? Just because I feel like, like, you know, when I was, like... I mean, I'm wearing sweatpants now, but like, uh, um, <laughs> you know, like uh, when I was, I was, I was in high school and that game came out, and uh, so I wasn't wearing sweatpants every day in high school. But like, I just love the idea of like sweatpants are so comfortable and awesome, and they should have like spaghetti sauce stains on them and like a hole somewhere either in the knee or the crotch or something like that. Very like, limited. So, so quick side question: When is Sweatpants Simulator coming out? <laughs> that's that's, uh, that's what I live every day. <laughs> There's no simulation. So there. I guess just at whatever point at three o'clock in the morning, you're like. Damn, I really wish I had some sweatpants. That's it. That's that's when we get sweatpants simulator. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's funny. It's like I, I've I I love jeans, but I've never I've only owned one pair of jeans, and uh, I think they're awesome, but I just don't think they look good on me. Like they, I, I look weird in them. So like the only pants I ever have are like like I go to like you know Savers or you know whatever the, the thrift store is, and you buy like these like super comfy uh, suit pants, and like. You know, kind of like dress pants, but you know, it's not like they're like expensive, like five bucks. You know, and it's uh, um, but you get a nice pair, and man, you're you're all set. You know, so I think I like these like comfy pants. Yeah, <laughs> nothing wrong with a pair of comfy pants. Exactly. You know, and jeans are sweet too. I just I just look funny in them. I I was uh, playing a show in in uh, in L.A. once, and I, I wore jeans on stage just because like like I thought it'd be funny to like be like yeah. I'm wearing jeans. 
that's, that's the only time I can think of wearing jeans anywhere. So, um, but they look cool on other people. So. <laughs> very true. Very true. Uh, final question. Um, when we get to the gates of the Mushroom Kingdom um, and Toad is there to greet us with the Book of Our Deeds, um, what does he say to you when you enter and what soda is he drinking when he says it? Let's see. That's a really good You know, not enough people ask that question these days. <laughs> I think uh, I think you might say, uh, I'm sorry, but the soda's in another castle. <laughs> you know? and then, As he sits then, there drinking it, just like again, smugly. Just, Completely exactly. ignoring the fact that he's drinking the soda. Exactly. And then and then I go into the castle and it just goes on Vivian Clark. I'm like, oh god, I know what this is. Hey, I get it. I did it to myself. Okay. Yeah, that's Funny. It. All right. <laughs> exactly. Now now you have to become the soda. Be one with the soda. That's it. That's well you, when you I don't want to spoil the game, but if you get to the last level and soda drinker, that's basically what happens. So, okay. <laughs> you, you, the, and and you know it won't even spoil it because it's it's worthwhile. But like the last level in the game is, you are drinking a soda inside a soda, and as you do that, the soda inside the cup that you're inside goes down, and then when you finish it, you beat the game. <laughs> so it's a soda deception. <laughs> so surreal, soda deception. Soda inside of mouth. That was pretty interesting. That was pretty. Oh sad. yeah. Yep. It gets oh. it gets wackier. There's a uh, can drink a soda inside a stomach and you'll see the soda come down from like the top of the stomach come to you. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> so you're like, oh wow. That's yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. Well, but that's well, it, man. We've hit the end of this uh the end of the questionnaire. You're uh, free to go to your uh go to your, your small baby. Uh Jonathan, <laughs> take us home. Well, thank you so much for joining us and talking about it. Just all kinds of nonsense. Uh, it was great. If you could send us out by letting our listeners know where they can go to find out more information about Soda Drinker Pro and Vivian Clark. Absolutely. So thank you so much for having me. Thanks to everyone for listening. And uh, you, know, you can check out Soda Drinker Pro at sodadrinkerpro.com or on Steam or Xbox One or the Android Store. And uh, or you can see bonus sodas at bonusoda.com. So thanks for listening. Hope to see you at a, a, a show or online sometime soon. Thank you. <laughs>